Welcome to the table. Uh, this is Mark, and uh, I'm encouraging your listening. And uh, thank you to everyone who has uh, sent me messages and encouraged me uh, about things that uh, we've been sharing. Today, I want to talk about something that um, I don't really think is um, encouraged today, uh, as far as you know, a practice. When I first started reading the Bible. Um, it was really confusing to me. Um, I struggled to understand things. A good friend of mine, uh, who's no longer with us. Um, he's with Jesus. He, um, you know, started reading about the same time I did, you know, we both, um, gave our lives to Jesus and were, you know, kind of really wanting to know more, you know, wanting to understand God. And so, you know, we both set, started out and reading our Bibles and, you know, he had had um, a mom and uh, dad who were Christians and, you know, had been in different types of church a lot when he was younger. And, you know, he was reading and was getting all kinds of stuff out of it. Um, I was just reading it and just lost. Um, I couldn't remember anything I read. I didn't understand how the pieces fit together. And, uh, you know, I was really struggling. And so we went to church one Sunday morning and, uh, at the end, you know, they said, if anybody needs prayer, um, come up front, you know, in the church. So of course I'm, I make my way up there and, you know, my desire was that I, I wanted to understand the Bible better and went up front and, you know, asked one of the elders who was there that day. And I, and I thank God for him because, you know, he might've, he might or might not have understood the wisdom that he gave me, but, you know, he said, what, what is it that, you know, you want the Lord to do? <clears throat> and I said, I want to understand the Bible better. You know, can, um, somebody teach me in the church, you know, and usually if somebody comes up in church and asks that, you know, we will do like a Bible study or, you know, someone will sit down with them and there's a place for that. I don't want to diminish that. Um, but what he told me, um, really changed the course of my life. And he said, listen, when you get home today or tonight before you go to bed, he said, just, you know, get on your knees uh, by your bed and, you know, just tell God and ask God, uh, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you the Bible. Now that seemed like, you know, at the time I was just like, okay, because I had just this simple trust um, in that time. And you know, so I, you know, got home or whatever and, you know, it came time to go to bed and, you know, I got down on my knees and had my Bible in front of me and I just said, uh, Jesus, teach me the Bible. That was it. it wasn't a long prayer. Uh, wasn't a, you know, elaborate or eloquent or anything like that. It was just simple asking. And, you know, I go to bed and that night and I fall asleep. And when I fell asleep, I had a dream and it was probably one of the most profound God dreams uh, that I've probably ever had. And in the dream, I'm sitting on the lap of God. Now I know that um, it's God. I, I didn't see his face in the dream. I just know that I'm sitting on God's lap. And all of a sudden this hand, uh, God's hand reaches over and grabs um, this big Bible and puts it down um, you know, on my lap and God is reading me 
basically like a bedtime story, but he's reading me the Bible. And he opens the pages, and when he opens the pages, I don't see it as like words um, in ink, or, you know, words on ink. I see it like a children's book, like a pop-up book. And as he's going through all the stories, I'm basically seeing all the scenes played out. And, um, you know, at the end of the dream, I, I just know that um, I know the Bible. So, you know, I wake up in the morning and, you know, I, I immediately, because of the dream, I just go grab my Bible and I open it up and start reading. And when I started reading, something was different. I started to have understanding. And Paul prayed in the scripture in Ephesians, he said, I pray that you would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you would know what the hope of his calling is, what is the riches and glory and the inheritance of the saints. And so Paul prayed for a spirit of wisdom and revelation, and, and we should pray for that too. And completely changed the course of my life because this book that was like seemed locked to me uh, that I couldn't understand I started seeing things in it and that was because of the Holy Spirit you know most people today most Christians um, rely so much on a book and our understanding to open it and unlock it but the early church relied more on the Holy Spirit to interpret the scriptures to them. And I think most people don't read the Bible because they feel like they don't understand it. Like I said, you know, so what do they do? They, you know, rely on going to church and the pastor to teach them. And, you know, one of the things that's, you know, unfortunate about that is that you're limited to, you know, the understanding basically of the ruling class. You know, the ones that we've deemed professionals, you know, maybe they've went to seminary, maybe they've read certain books. So you're being influenced a lot by things that might or might not be what God actually meant when he read it. In Jesus day, there were, you know, Pharisees and Sadducees. These were the literally the seminarians or the Bible school teachers of the day. And yet Jesus comes along and he begins to reinterpret things that really make them upset because, you know, they've went to school, you know, the knowledge and, you know, accepted wisdom of what those scriptures meant have been passed on for thousands of years. And all of a sudden Jesus comes and upsets the apple cart by saying things like you heard it say, say this, but I say that. And he's reinterpreting the entire Bible from the interpretations that they had commonly accepted. Paul did the same thing. He would talk about, you know, certain segments of the Old Testament and then apply them in very different ways than the people um, that were alive in his day. And the key to really understanding the scriptures is allowing the Holy Spirit to interpret them for us. On the road to Emmaus, the disciples, it's in the book of Luke and other places, but the death of Jesus, the burial of Jesus and the resurrection had just happened. Well, it didn't pan out the way they thought it would happen. So they're very discouraged. So they're kind of leaving the place that God told them to stay in Jerusalem until the day of Pentecost. They're leaving there and they're heading to Emmaus and Jesus comes to them 
and he comes in a form that they don't recognize. And it says their eyes were prevented from seeing him because they had a certain way that they had interpreted what would happen. And because of that accepted way of thinking, they were unable to see Jesus coming in the way he desired. And so Jesus walks with them and he begins to talk to them about all the things in the Old Testament concerning himself. And they say that their hearts were burning in them. And then he sits down with them and breaks the bread, just like he did on the night uh, of Passover. And it says their eyes were open. See, the word of God, the scriptures cause our hearts to burn, but it's Jesus that opens up the scriptures. It is the death, burial, and resurrection that opens up all the things that we need to know in spiritual understanding. And this is why Paul said in the book of Corinthians, of first importance do I come and preach unto you Christ's death, his burial, and his resurrection, because Jesus, in his passion and in his finished work, are the key to understanding all spiritual mysteries. See, Paul and Jesus were reinterpreting scripture through the finished work in redemption. And so if you're struggling with understanding the scriptures, the first thing you need to do is you need to ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Teach me the Bible and allow the Holy Spirit to bring you into all truth. That's actually one of the promises. The promises is that Jesus said he would send us a teacher, the Holy Spirit. He said he would teach us of all things concerning himself. He said he would show you things to come. So we have this beautiful relationship with God and one of the persons of the Godhead called Holy Spirit, whose whole mission is to unlock Jesus for us, to give us the understanding of God's wisdom. That's an amazing thing. And we also have the promise that if we ask God for anything, he said, in that day, you will ask me anything and it shall be done for you. We can ask God to open the Bible for us. Now, I'm not going to diminish the place of, you know, going to Bible school because some God calls some people to go there. But even going to Bible school, we have to understand that whatever Bible school we go to or whatever teacher we're listening to does not have the full revelation of everything that God has said. They might have a part of it. Paul said, we know in part and we see in part. There may be aspects of the things they teach that are absolutely wonderful. And there may be things that they teach that are just accepted doctrines that don't fully express the passion and the finished work of Jesus. And not only that, not only the Holy Spirit, but we also have to start somewhere. We also have to have a key understanding to give us the perfect picture of everything God desired to give to us through the Bible. And that key is fully understanding the finished work of Jesus Christ and his grace and an understanding of the new covenant and what happened in the new covenant. You know, we have a lot of ways that we approach God, but the number one way is simple childlike faith. You know, I had that in that moment. There's times when I've had it and there's times when I don't. But going before God and asking a simple question like teach me the Bible is a prayer that God loves because God desires to reveal himself to us. So if you're sitting around and you know you've 
you've had times where you've read your Bible and it's been great. And then you've had times where it's not, or maybe you were like me, you read it and just didn't understand it. And it was just confusing to you. And so you decided not to read it anymore. I would ask you to try again, but try from the posture of asking God to bring you into the seminary of his love, allowing the Holy Spirit to be your Bible instructor. And I guarantee you that you will start to see things that you never saw before in the scripture. And when you see those things, the key to getting more revelation of the Bible is when God gives you something that is powerful for you, share it with somebody else, encourage somebody else with what you saw. Freely you have received, freely give. When you freely receive something and you give it away, God always gives more because God's desire is to share. He's completely compassionate and generous. And when we live in the generosity of the revelation that God's given us, he will give us more. So I hope that encouraged you. And, um, you know, that was a little deviation podcast from the things that I've been talking about. But this morning I was really uh, reminded of God doing that in my life and thankful for it. Nothing that I've learned uh, from the Lord or nothing that I've learned um, about the Bible can I take any credit for. You know, I've learned it from other people that have had God speak to them about it. And I've learned it from things God spoke to me about. But in all of it, it's a gift. And so um, it's freely given. God is not a respecter of persons. If he did something for me, he will do it for you because he's just that good. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. And uh, again, please share the podcast with other people that you may think would be encouraged by this. Uh, Follow us on Spotify and um, also uh, follow our Facebook page, The Table, uh, for other things that we're sharing that hopefully will encourage you. Okay. Bless y'all.